0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Nolo Time. My name is Robert Velez, and with me is the most interesting one in the world, Joel Young.
1: What's good, Nolo Time? Uh, I know why you're laughing. Uh, oh, no. You guys are on, watching oh the show, no. you have no idea. But. Uh, <laughs> <sighs>
0: whew. So, just so you see, yeah, Joel and I have spoken about this before, right? If it weren't for, uh, I guess, previous commitments, uh, we would have a, a, a sort of like NOLO time after dark where we can probably go more in depth in other topics. And uh, um, yeah, oh my we we're having just a conversation that was freaking hilarious. And it's just, I, you know what? Hey, I'm miserable because of allergies right now. It's awful out there. <laughs> it's freaking pollen yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Cars are yellow and all this crap on the floor. Hey, you you got to make the best of it. So, it's True. How are you, sir?
1: Man, I'm doing doing pretty good. I don't have too much of a what's up here. I we'll we'll talk about the bad batch here in a second. I'm not caught up to episode 4 yet. I'm going to watch it after this, but um I on the other hand, I did get a little moment to catch. I don't think I talked about it last week, but I've been watching uh Avatar: The Last Airbender on Netflix. Um I'm not uh done done with it. I, I know they dropped the whole thing there, but I'm uh just past episode five now. And I think there's eight total. Um, so far decent attempts. I, I I've seen a very different uh ranging responses. I've seen people who say they love this thing. I've seen people who have just been ripping this thing to shred saying it's no good. Um and I understand it because like I personally am not someone who is deep into the lore of this. This is not something that I'm a big fan of. I know there's a big, big fan of people around my age that grew up watching this and right. were really big, big fans of it. So seeing an adaptation like this, they were hoping for it to blow away what came out in 2010, which was, that was something. Um, <laughs> it was. It, it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it. it, 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 it uh, definitely, not, not a difference to celebrate, but right. it was one of those films that... I think they um, they, they tried for its time, but, you know, now with this, at least there's a little bit more of a sensitivity around, you know, how are you portray certain places and things. And right. having the representation was a step in the right direction, for sure. I mean, but at the same extent, like, you know, one thing Netflix struggles with a lot is just, like, quality of productions. I've talked about this a lot. Like, they're very much becoming what cable television was where it's like there's always something to watch but doesn't necessarily mean that it's amazing things to watch i,
0: I can see i can see where you're you know, coming from
1: like it's it's become and i'm not trying to hate on it's like i watch if i'm not saying but like it's kind of become like how like back in the day when you only had like nbc abc and you know and like fox and you just have to watch the you know NCIS or whatever, it's like, well, you know, it may not have been the best show, but, you know, this one was on TV, and so you had to watch something, whatever, and, like, it's kind of become that way. There's a lot of things on there, but quality isn't always there. This one, you can tell they try to put a budget behind it. Um, there's there's some there's some things they do that I'm like, wow, this looks really good um, for, for what it is. I'm comparing Netflix against itself, not against other entities. Um, but regardless, script writing, acting, there's some areas of improvement that does sometimes take you a little bit out of it. And this is just someone who's not talking about the lore, not talking about the story. I don't feel like I have the right to comment on that as much the way I've seen other people take deep dives on like the way they represented this character should have been that. You know, I think that what I have seen is they trying so far to, there's so many episodes of, of the original animated show like, there's no way that they're going to be able to directly adapt every single one of those episodes, every single one of those storylines. So they're kind of just jumping through to try and get on certain points that they want to hit off on. Right. And I, like, anyone who knows any adaptation, like, that should have been expected. Um, but in that, for me, a show that's about the Avatar the Last Airbender. Sometimes it feels like he's taking a back seat, like the kind of Obi-Wan Kenobiing him. Like how like in the Kenobi show, like, you know, he like the the character was called Kenobi, but sometimes other characters had a little bit too much spotlight. Mm. That's kind of how I feel sometimes with this, where I'm like, I kind of expect to see like this is the last one, like the prophecy of this chosen avatar. And then we're getting some of these other side stories and, and significant times around them where I'm not as interested in it, maybe as I am in uh, you know, this character that's supposed to fulfill, you know, these prophecies. But I'm sure people who watch the show and, like, you know, we have so many episodes to tell this long-form long, long form thing in an animated form. It just – it probably hits differently. So, right. again, that's just my initial reaction. Uh, I'll talk more about it when I finish it all out. So far, from a standpoint of an adaptation um, from something that's just to be, like, uh, animation or, or anime, uh, from the ones that I've seen from Netflix – I think so far for me, I actually liked One Piece a lot more. I actually would recommend people watch the the first season. I don't know what they'll do afterwards, but yeah. at least the first <clears throat> season was pretty good.
0: And that's an- and that's another one where you should not expect a one to one translation because mm-hmm. One Piece is that episode what like a thousand eighty right now or like something right. there's no insane way. like it's not it's not gonna happen right No, no so. You know they they are gonna definitely try and, and compact it, so yeah um yeah so uh, it, Avatar for me is like one of those it's weird right because when Avatar came out like uh, I've been I've always liked that whole you know of course the whole martial arts fighting oh, yeah. type of uh, like, like anime and, and and animation but when when uh, when Avatar came out. I think I was at that point in my life where I could not afford cable. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and you know, I was already in my twenties. I couldn't afford cable at the time. So I, I never like, there was no connection there. I watched an episode here and there, but like, and I know it's supposed to be a really good show, right? I, I guess Dave Filoni was a writer, right? On that show. On some of it. Yeah. So, Um, it is just that it's not i i have no nostalgia for it so so you know it doesn't really move my needle like unfortunately yeah. i know it's supposed to be good right and you know and look the show looks good i watched the movie uh, the, the the so i just found that movie very very boring like overall the, again i didn't me not being attached to the property, probably made it better because you know I went in and I was like, ah, it's just a boring movie. But like after hearing fans and and like hardcore fans specifically, like like there's some glaring plot problems with the movie, and you know the movie is not great, it, by no means. And but as an outsider, just watching the movie. It, it it was it was just like a boring like martial arts kids movie kind of thing it wasn't really offensive right but for some yeah. people it's like whew. Now, dragon ball evolution on the other hand ha i got I, I i i have thoughts that on 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 that movie that i i cannot express on this family family friendly podcast <laughs> sir I can. That's
1: on the other show. It's on
0: the other show that, that
1: we were <laughs> Sorry, discussing I offline. About it. <laughs> <laughs> or we can talk about this other crazy video. And
0: oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know what? If we ever come out with a Patreon where you have to actually pay us, that's probably going to be your Patreon thing. It's like, going to be like an unfiltered, you know, non crazy stuff. Not necess- necessarily family friendly, and we can go into other topics and go nuts. So.
1: Oh man, like I cannot believe that they created this thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh lord.
0: <laughs> so um I played a ton of Jedi Survivor. <laughs> I went back. I went back okay. and, and played um started doing the like the bounty hunter stuff that I I you know did a couple of and and never you know went through Started like treasure hunting, uh, kind of, and going around, um, they, they fixed performance mode. It's not perfect, but it's better. Um, you can like, there's, I, I don't think I really noticed screen tearing because screen tearing was a major problem before. Uh, I, I don't think I've noticed it. And and it just seems a lot smoother. Uh, there is still a problem, and I think it's just the. Um, I think it's just an engine issue uh, with assets loading, and just some like loading glitches. Like things are not loading as fast as they should, and I think it's just uh, optimization is not up to par on that game overall. Um that, that could be a whole different thing. But sure. like there's there's this huge, huge thing with uh Greece when you board the ship and you pick your destination and then he t poses for like fifteen seconds and then just boop, pops up on the on the pilot seat. And it's wow. like and my daughter's like, is he t posing? <laughs> like she saw it. Wow. I was like, I was like Yeah, true. yeah, he is T posing. I was like, that's weird because his arms are like down. I was like, Oh well is that's still T posing. So <laughs> it, it was, it was where, and it happened all the time. Like it was not on, in, like, like it, every time you switch to a planet, he would t and then poop and then pop into the, the pilot seat. It was, we, it was a, I don't know if it was that, that session or I never caught it, but it was like every time, dude. And, but no, that, the game, the game's good. Uh, level design on that game is, is really strange. And, um, just going back and trying to play it, try to play it after i don't know zelda it's just aggravating just yeah. it's like what do you mean i can't climb this thing <laughs> what do you mean i can't jump down and glide or whatever like it's you know it, i i appreciate what breath of the wild did for gaming because uh, it, it is one of the crown jewels of gaming for sure right and in tears of the kingdom same thing but unfortunately just broke like how in my how in my mind games should work and every time that there's an open world game and i try to go somewhere it's like i'm trying to go to this place and i can just climb down and get there but i can't climb right Mm -hmm. and that's the and it's it's rough, it's rough. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that every game should do it, right? But I just think that the level design in this game is just not necessarily great. And uh, I agree. Yeah, and what I, and, and this is just, just going back and playing, right? If you mainline the game, I think that you will find no problems with the level design. It's when you try to go deeper into the levels that this problem starts like popping up and and then you can see it, right um it's like it's it's very strange it's like and this could very well be a possibility, right that and we'll talk about respawn later <laughs> that the the mainline story level design was designed by one person and then the other like treasure stuff was designed by someone else entirely and and there's a clash on the level design that is like well this was fun before it's not fun anymore right um so i found that interesting but i mean regardless game is good it's still it's still a fun game um i've seen it pretty cheap lately like for 30 bucks uh going around on sale um it's, it's a good game if you're if, you know if you like star wars or if you even if you like like uh you know adventure platformers it's, it's a great game i think it's still pretty good I gave Angel yeah. and I, I downloaded the demo for Final Fantasy.
1: <laughs> oh, you didn't wait for that pure I, experience. I could, no, that no, no. Test um, it out a
0: little. I can't wait for tomorrow. I oh, don't know. I will work all day tomorrow. I have I have like thirteen hours ahead of me tomorrow. I can't I can't What?
1: You'll know it's be in your possession. It'll
0: be here. FedEx send me a text, you'll be here tomorrow. That's it's not gonna feeling. be like Final Fantasy 16 where it got delayed for like three days and I couldn't play that weekend, right? So it'll be here. Um, I, I will try my best to wake up as early as I can on Saturday to play this game as wow. long as I can in the morning. It, it is, it is phenomenal. Like hmm. that demo is, like, I didn't get, I didn't want to get too deep into like the menus, right? Oh sure, uh, and you can only get, you know, you you can't really go in too too deep, uh, because of course it's a demo, right? And they're they're saving they're saving stuff for later, but it just like on the surface, like it improves on uh, the the part one, it, in every aspect when it comes to like combat, um, combat is feels way more balanced um the storytelling point it, it's still on point right that like the scene direction the casting direction is incredible the music again like pff, forget about it it's it's insane um very, very you know all very 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 good right everything was great until i turn on performance mode <laughs> i don't know if you've seen any We're of those out. videos no I bro is really blurry it looks like a Nintendo sixteen working out on it. No. It, no it's no, super just... it's super blurry.
1: Wow.
0: Like the, the drop in image quality is alarmingly bad. Um I heard that the final or the the game that they shipped out because codes, the game's, you know, been reviewed for over a week now. Right. Um those the full game Performance mode is better, and they confirmed that there will be a patch dropping tonight for to you know address some of those other problems. But right, it is it was very weird, very very weird. Um, that said, the uh, just graphics mode looks really really good, like it looks phenomenal. It just runs at thirty FPS, but I didn't know okay. I didn't notice any slowdowns or anything. Out of the ordinary, any, any weirds, uh, any weird stuff. There's some popping that I saw on the Digital Foundry review. They couldn't go too in depth because of the embargo. The embargo is pretty aggressive, so they they did show a, a few technical problems that they've encountered. I I didn't see them. Uh, to me, it was yeah. just a performance mode thing. But it's like, oh my eyes! You've seen the the you know the SpongeBob. Yeah. Moon? So that's like I had to turn it back. Too, it's like i can't do this it's bad it's bad it's real bad, and it's unfortunate because final fantasy 16 had the same exact problem where you turn on performance mode and the game looks like you smeared vaseline over your tv it's like no what the (sighs) heck is going on it runs really good though like it runs at 60 and it's like super super fluid but (laughs) it looks it looks real bad so no i stuck with the um with the graphics mode um it's basically like the first hour and a half of the game or, you know, kind of like the intro level. And they do give you uh, another piece that came out last week that uh, gives you a little bit more of battle and, and party mix and whatnot. And play it around a little bit without. It. It's like, all right, I don't want to go too crazy on this. I don't want to, you know, the I, I, I don't want to spoil the, 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 the you know, the, just getting in and the freshness of it. So I, I stopped it. I was like, okay, I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to stop it here and I'll play something else, whatever. So so I'm very much looking forward to that. And then out of nowhere today, they dropped that. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is getting, finally, after all this time, a, a next-gen update. So PS5 and Xbox are getting a graphics update and they're getting rollback net code on both PS5 and Xbox and PC. PS4... And Xbox One are not getting rollback. I it, that was very st- oh, and you cannot cross-play. So you Nothing. and even on PlayStation. So you cannot roll back to a PS. You cannot play PS5 on PS4 unless you turn off rollback. Wow. So it's very weird. So they gave you the option to turn it off. That way you can play with PS4 people. <clears throat> that said. I don't know. I I don't think I mentioned on the on the podcast. My daughter was like uh, a couple of weeks ago. was like, hey, uh, have you played this online? And you know, recently, it's like, no, it's been years, dude. I jump in and I win the first like two matches. It's like,
1: oh, let's go, never left let's you. Let's
0: go. And then, and then I lost, I lost the other two. Well, I lost, I I lost two out of th- two out of three. So I won, I, oh. I, I I won one, I I lost one, won one, lost one, right? But. It's fun like it's still fun. The game's still real good. Let's uh, go. I I mm, mm, I don't know. See you taco. What do you think, Joel? Could I, I think you I... should.
1: Oh. Badge is up.
0: Yeah, badges up. My mine's back here too. It's like it's there hanging you, there out we go. Here somewhere. Oh man. Probably. Probably. I think you should. Probably. Let's, Why not? Let's, what the heck? Why not? Yeah, we'll we'll see. I I'll have to ask For, for funsies. The, for funsies. Yeah, there you go. Uh, even if I drown in the pools, I don't. I'll, I'll be fine. You know? Who cares? <laughs> Just for fun. For but yeah, man, anyway, it was uh, having having a uh, some a good time with a uh, with a few things. All right. Um, before we talk about Batch, let's let's do a. Uh, uh, I guess our our first or full deep dive into Echo. Yep. Because I for finished it. that. Um, overall, I liked it. Asterisk. <laughs> um uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this was supposed to be longer, right?
1: I, I don't know that. That I, I didn't hear. Okay.
0: Cause I, I heard I heard something like that. Um yeah. Okay. It this feels like episode three ended and they cut like half of the show and then they Mm. they fast Mm track the ending and it's unfortunate so um and i can tell you uh, and here's why i think that's the case there's there's there was a setup with the cousin that never happened like there's they're setting up for things that never happen right Mm. and i've yeah it was unfortunate uh, because i i enjoyed it i really enjoyed the characters um I think that everyone was good. The acting was fine. The action sequences were good, and you know if, if that's the case, it, it's unfortunate because I I wanted to see more, and I, I don't know if if it was shortened because of uh, budget or whatever the reason was, but yeah, you can tell you can tell that there's a it's like a third of the show is missing, and. Yeah that that's the only that's the only negative that I have honestly everything else mm-hmm. I kind of like um, the grandma remind me of my grandma and I think that was very familiar like oh, like she oh, actually God. looked like my grandma oh wow and and um that that kind of like was very was very like almost comforting <laughs> it's like sure, it's like this no, lady no. kind of looks like my grandma you know passed away what twelve years ago or whatever. And, yeah. you know, just, just watching it and like, kind of like the way, like her mannerisms and everything. And I was like, it was weird and, wow, but comforting at the same time. And I was like, okay, okay, so I'm enjoying this like a lot. <laughs> right.
1: Love. But,
0: but, but I, I wanted to see more and you can tell that there's a missing piece that is like, there's something there, there's something missing. And, um, you know, that's the, it, it that's the unfortunate part of it now that said um it is have they said that this is going to lead up to uh dear devil
1: no but i mean that end scene and credit scene right right you know like, yeah that's clearly the the tie-in
0: right um no it was good i i enjoyed it enjoyed it quite a bit um yeah, other other than that it feels like there's a hole in the middle. Uh, it, it I liked it. I I I have nothing really negative to say about it, honestly. Other I, than it feels like the ending was rushed.
1: Yeah, I I mean like I'm not gonna say I disagree with you. I think I just have a different different overall. Like I I felt like the first two three episodes, like I was like okay, I'm into this, and then I just kind of just lost interest as it went on personally. Um and honestly like yes I agree you can tell that there was more and they just kind of had to, to chop it short but I don't know overall I felt like the Daredevil stuff is what amplified the overall project like the Kingpin stuff and were like all those, those connections is what made it cooler and I felt like on her own Echo I wasn't personally as I didn't think it was terrible it just didn't didn't feel the strongest to me for a solo outing. But um, I think for me, what messed me up was that we're talking spoilers here, guys, uh, about Echo. But, you know, when you got to that very end and it's like, she's like her grandma and her sister, like force pushing. And I just, I don't know, man, it felt like Miss, like, I don't know if you've seen the ending of Miss Marvel or anything like that, but like, That's how, like, they kind of did it with her, too, like, at the end, where it's, like, the supersonic bubble she makes, and, like, it's very bizarre. And it just... I don't know, like... It's, like, she, like, grabs his... Like, grabs, like, him and, like, makes him, like, have, like, you know, tears of his childhood, and that's her way of just kind of stopping him. And, like, you look at what Echo is, and I'm not going to pretend to be the hardcore Echo, um, you know, fanatic and, and, and comic book avid reader, but... You know, the character is extremely similar to like the Taskmaster, which ironically they did the whole gender swap and all that stuff. It wasn't, you know, that wasn't necessarily what got me with Taskmaster. Some other things they did that was, could have been a little bit better the way they was portraying Black Widow. I digress. But the character is kind of similar to the Taskmaster where basically she is an echo of what she fights against. She learns her fighting styles and then uses that against them. It's extremely uh, brilliant in that standpoint. And the showrunner of this basically said, I think that's a lame ability. I don't think that's a good ability that she has. So instead, I'm going to basically try and give her this echo of all the women down her family line to be the thing that's calling out to her that suddenly makes it cooler, more amplified. And for me, that's what actually what made me kind of come out of it a little bit more, not because of um her having this you know cultural back that's fine i get that's a part of who's what makes her special i just think it was like the carry through that it was supposed to be deep and for me it just felt very kind of loosey-goosey that and that's what i mean that they it that nice.
0: it feels like there was a build-up with more build-up with the cousin and the grandma that it's not there like there's missing pieces that 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 could I just
1: didn't care. Like well, I'm just telling I, you That's like, the thing. It's like yeah, I think I, I think that ending
0: uh, or that sequence yeah. specifically, right, could have been more impactful if if the buildup would have been there, but uh, yeah. apparently the buildup was cut. So
1: the next, like so. the next time she goes on a fight against like in Secret Wars, it's gonna be her her grandma and her cousin like force pushing somebody. You know no, what I'm saying? Like I don't think that's gonna be the it case. It just think like it was a little. And I feel like I've said this before. Like they do this particularly with female characters, like pretty often. Like it's trying to be sometimes so much of one thing. I mean, cle- sort of like the
0: back, the clearly, backfire. clearly, it's your fault that Madame Web failed, Joel. I mean, I, <laughs> right. I don't know if you have oh, heard.
1: I, I, when I read that, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I don't, no, no, I don't no,
0: know no. if you heard, George. no, no, no. <laughs> You're the one that was bashing it. I don't.
1: Supposedly know, toxic I, males. Like, <laughs> I, guys, it's not the problem. With Joel's that so
0: toxic. You guys have no idea.
1: <laughs> no, let's let's let, let's just be straight here. But statistics tells us that, specifically, um, <laughs> minorities, Latinos, and women run the box office. That has been a proven thing. Women didn't come out and support this movie, and probably Latinos probably <laughs> did it that much either, as I tell you, as the most part in, in America's particularly. So, you don't get the Barbie numbers by just getting toxic males to suddenly like the Barbie movie. Whether right. they liked it or not, the Barbie movie did good, but I digress. Right. Anyways, right. Um, but, like, with this... with uh, the, those facts are facts. Echo, like with this show, Echo, man, I'm just saying, I feel like they did to her what, like I've joked before, they wouldn't do with other characters. Like you wouldn't have Daredevil be rewritten to basically say, okay, he needs to now have, you know, these other characters with him to suddenly have the abilities to do what he does. That suddenly his senses are heightened because you know he's remembering his his mom and like you know someone else. These characters are part of their stories. I don't mind them having that culture or family connection that help build who they are. I think that's actually important for storytelling purposes. I just saying that like, it's the empowering side of it that kind of almost takes away from your hero and backfires. And I think it could have been done a little bit more. Like she could have been, she could have been like Batman in essence, dude. Like she could have been like, like how, that's how it is in the comics. Like she's straight up, you know, studying and 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 being the detective and this incredible stuff. And I don't know, but I digress. I, I understand where you're coming from. Um. It was not the worst show at all. It was, no, it was no. actually Yeah. It was actually pretty, yeah. pretty entertaining regardless. I didn't watch the whole thing and I did yeah. think it was some funny stuff and some good things. Just yeah. promise for the future.
0: Definitely, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for sure. Um did you see do you see I don't we'll 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 hear I, I don't I don't wanna, you know, throw a tangent, but did you see that uh Kojima started watching Moon Knight? No. And he started posting about
1: it. <laughs> No, I didn't see that. Yeah, is he's liking like,
0: it? yeah. So he's like, oh, so I was waiting for the Moon Knight Blu-ray to drop, so I, so I could watch it. It's like, oh, you know, the, you know, the snob, right? Yeah. But you know, I was watching the docu- my, the 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 documentary, which, by the way, is not in U.S. Disney Plus. I don't know if you saw. There's a documentary. There's a Kojima documentary, about Kojima, on Disney Plus, oh, but it's, oh, but it's not why? in, the, but it's not in U.S. In the U.S. Uh, Disney Plus.
1: Is it like uh, a dub thing, like they just didn't dub it, they I don't kept know. it like it was uh, like Disney natural.
0: It was like, What are you doing? But I started looking for it because I said like, it came out on the twenty-third. So on the twenty-third I was looking for it. It's like, no, and then I clicked on the link. It's like this video is not available in your region. Oh
1: VPN. Oh, sorry.
0: Oh. You know, failed. So um yeah, so he's he watched the first episode and he's like, Oh, I think and yeah, so I watched the first episode and I think it was great and um like Oscar Isaac uh, o- Oscar Isaac was ugly and pathetic and I and I and I love it. <laughs> Cuz it's like it's like that well that's a good thing because I know the guy and he is nothing like this and this okay, was okay. great, yeah. So <laughs> so so it was, it was really good so yeah kojima will definitely see what he has to say about the rest of moon knight but so far he's enjoying it wow wow <laughs> um all right bad Batch. let's you haven't caught up all the way uh today's episode was real good we have a Just reverse watch, we'll last week it. you right. had only
1: seen the first and i had seen all three right and this week you're caught up and we, i haven't seen one right
0: of them. but we can jump to that third episode um Cause that was really good. I told you that's real good, dude. That's some that's Andor level stuff. Spoilers, guys. Spoilers. Um, I mean, it's clearly Snoke, right? It's it's clearly like they 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 reference what it's referenced in Mando, the Project Necromancer, and per, what what Perching was working on, and what they needed Grogu for, and all that stuff, right? It that is that's the project that they're working on. Um, are we going to see further in? I don't know, but but clearly, they're they're trying to connect. To, I don't want to say. So they're they It's unfortunate that Star Wars has has to resource to this sort of storytelling to be able to like they. Okay, hear me out. If they would have explained why Palpatine is back in episode nine this could have been about something else like something new but now we gotta go back and Mando and this and do specific episodes talking about how Palpatine came back in episode nine when you can you could have done something fresh and you know gotta correct the problem. I'm glad you're correcting it right? Uh, it wasn't a problem to me, I know that they're like I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Whatever you know, somehow Palpatine returned and we just carried on, right? But uh, I- I'm glad that at least we're they're trying to give us an explanation, <laughs> and, and it's like okay, that's fine, that's totally fine. At some point, right later on, maybe in the India Soka movie, in the big final movie that they do. We'll probably see um, more of, you know, Project Necromancer, but, uh, you know, Papi's there. Palpy's saying, it's like, yo, it's like, whatever you need, like, there's, there's like not, like, this is like top priority stuff. You ask me what you need and you'll get it basically, right? Um, yeah, it was good. It was, it was very good, man. You, you were, you were so right about it.
1: I told you. I think, like I was saying before, but and if you heard what I was alluding to in in last week's podcast, where I was saying, like episode one of season three is a buildup. It's very slow. It's the slowest episode that you have so far. I've mean, haven't seen episode four yet, but I have those those first three. I felt like it was like the slowest one, but it's necessary for the world building and for like the payoff that you get by episode three because it's like. It's so much on par with what Star Wars is at its fundamentals. Like, Star Wars is all about hope, you know? And, like, when everyone loses hope about breaking free of this place, time has gone, Omega has gone older. Day after day, the same thing. Nothing has fundamentally changed. And yet, she still holds on to the fact that I will be free. This is not going to be... The end of my story. I've lived this before, you know, as as a clone, and then you see how you know when you get to this this like moment, the all the the times that it's about everything that's come back to her, that the day after day of getting tested with her blood and being discarded by Nala Se and you know, and having uh, you know Emery, you know, continue to have her work with the animals and this and this specific uh, outpost, and her knowing you know we're crosshairs is at all time and keeping those daily conversations with him, even when he didn't say he didn't care, he obviously still did because it was building hope in him. And when you get to that point when, you know, Nala says, you got to go now. This is the day that we're doing this thing. It just so happens that the Emperor Palpy is showing up the same day that you got to break free. I love Crosshair's reaction. He's like, the Emperor is here. Like, I cannot get you free of here. (laughs) <laughs> While the emperor, like this, is the worst day for us to be trying to break free from here. Yeah. With with, with showing up, and what a great entrance! With like from an animation standpoint, the yeah. the you know the imperial guards walking out first, and and then here he comes right right out with his uh his battalion and the entire fleet standing and greeting him. What a great great uh, moment yeah. that was. Yeah, and uh, again.
0: And my German being on point, <laughs> of course, you know, goat. But uh, yeah, it was it was good.
1: And when cross and when crosshair, when you know, when Omega gets with crosshair out and says like, "Hey, we, there's this fallen ship. Like, we got to get to this ship. Um, this, this is the only right. way. We've been calling help from Hunter and Wrecker, and they're cornered and it's not working. And she's like, "I'm so sorry." And that's the moment that he flips and he says, "No, you've gotten us this far." Thank you. We're not done here yet. There's still something else. Have you heard this specific tactical uh, maneuver before? Yeah. Like, dude, that that's a that's a perfect part of that redemption arc. It's earned. It's yeah. not just happens out of the blue. Right.
0: It's is like, re- it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: because I'm sorry, Kylo Ren's turn. I didn't feel it the same way. <laughs> it wasn't horrible, but it didn't have a strong implication. Crosshair, who's a clone robot dude. His turn to his brethren and sister is gonna be something that's so special, and they were trying how to how it was built up,
0: and they were he, they were trying to deprogram him too, like he's busted. Right.
1: Well, they 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 were trying to deprogram him, and then until the the whole spoiler is he chose it, like the chip was not yeah. malfunction. No, but and I mean, I mean, choice. in the
0: in the in the prison, like right, right, right now, oh, yeah, he was yeah. getting yeah yeah yeah,
1: which. Obviously, like them messing with his hands, like right. that's that's so sad. Some people have wondered where they're trying to take. I sort of theory talk about this, how trying to take maybe his power and trying to take the best like of the each skill, abilities yeah, and put it into one. I don't know how true this is. It's interesting. I know it's kind of like Nazis. They did experimentation on everything and anything. It's right. always been the 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 way that uh, Star Wars has been alluded to in that kind of allegorical way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh you you you'll you'll like this one. This one was okay. good too. Um yeah, a little it starts a starts a little slowish towards like the middle, but then it picks up and it's yeah, it's good. Okay. It's good. You'll, nice. You'll, nice. You'll see. It's it's good. Um cool, cool. All right. Um yeah, I guess we can um go into into Star Wars news because there is a report. Um alleged report that the Ray movie has a title and that that movie starts filming uh, pretty soon. Yeah. So Star Wars Episode 10, A New Beginning, it's supposed to be the title for the movie. Um, a New Beginning sounds... like a cop-out. <laughs> it's It should have been something more interesting. Uh, it should have been like New Jedi Order. Or something cooler, right? Um, I think a new beginning... If, if they're setting this movie... Was it like 10 years after? Yeah. Uh, episode 9? Um, w- which I guess time-wise is fine, right? If you if you do it like that. But... There, there, there should be... There should be something more interesting. It's again... Like the Mandalorian and Grogu. It's like, fine, right? We know who they are and they're getting a movie... But why why that title, right? Um, I, I guess that, like, thinking about it, they probably don't want to confuse the audience, at least on that one. But on this one, they, they should have probably come up with something uh, more creative, if you ask me. Uh, that being said, um, yeah, it's we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, Joel, when was this movie supposed to be starting uh, filming?
1: I think it's supposed to start filming next year. Okay. I think it's next year.
0: Gotcha. Very interesting. Um, but yeah, what do you uh,
1: think? Yeah, I, I I have a lot of thoughts. I don't want to be negative right away about it because I'm I'm totally fine with this movie being made. There's just certain things about it that I don't want. One of them being is I don't want it to be an episodic film. Like them basically saying the Star Wars episode 10, if that's true, Hmm. I don't want that. They're, they're forcing down the throats of people, the whole, that it's a continuation of the Skywalker sagas. So the, these Skywalker films being, you know, episodic films essentially. And I think people have said, we want to kind of get away from that, um, for multiple reasons. Even people who, you know, love the originals and stuff like that. Um, and people who also just felt like she just called herself a Skywalker because she can. And it's like, you're not really the family. So... It almost feels like one of those again kind of forcing that into the whole narrative i don't like that it's an episodic episode 10 just don't want that to be the case so that's one of the first things that that i would say and then the other part of it too is like if you are making this one the episodic films those films need to be truly epics like those are the films that you pour a boatload of money into and time and resources you know like i remember when the force awakens was first being announced and the amount of the photos of, of JJ and George sitting together and talking for long periods of time and and the, the, we all know how it ended in the end right how, how we feel about it yeah. but like there was a feeling at that time you can't shake that's like they really are, are like saying like this is a huge deal this just doesn't feel like a huge deal in that kind of way this doesn't feel like right now like this this magical deep dive and when you have yeah. the, the person who's creating this making comments that Almost makes you feel like, you know, what was is is not that great, but it's for a very particular reason that can be proven to be factually wrong. What was said, but that's okay. Um, you know, like that's just not the kind of narrative I want around this film. I want this film to still be made, but I want to be made on its own merit, not because it's an episodic film, not because it's trying to prove anything, but purely because it's like. Hey this is just the the actual movie that we're making this is just the actual a uh, story that that we're trying to tell about Ray and let it just be a Ray movie or Ray trilogy and let it live on its own not because it has to be compared to episodic films not because it has to be part of the Skywalker saga it's just her films and I'm okay with that so right. it needs to have that for me, but this is all rumors that that could be true, and they could take away episode ten from the title, and, and we'll be fine. If you're listening to us right now, uh, Lucasfilm, Kathleen, Kathleen, it's okay. <laughs> hey, you got time? If this is true, you know, yeah, yeah. You prove this would be wrong, and we just right. talk hot air, and it never happens. That's okay. There's
0: no official title yet. You're still there's still time. Visual. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, I totally see where you're coming from, right? When when those pictures of JJ and, and George and, and the cast reading the script and all that, when that came out and even when Force Awakens came out, um I think Force Awakens is, is definitely I mean it, the the best out of the three, right? So yeah. so there was there was some effort made, right? They still stole us the, the you know, having the you know the the original crew back together in the falcon right that was they 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 stole that from us but um you know it just started falling apart with like the last jedi narratively it's just and i i i i get it but you know and and then rise of skywalker just tried to bandage (laughs) the last jedi and uh, it just it just didn't it just didn't hit the mark right and unfortunately yeah. but you know they they got to be they got to be really cur- careful with this and F- star wars is made by the fans right and and if they don't get the fans hyped um i don't think new, new fans are not going to be enough to get this going so yeah that, that's they, gotta the thing. The, they gotta get they gotta get the ogs on board
1: there's another generation that yeah. um i think appreciates this more like the original stuff there right and i i personally like you and i are of the same mindset like we are not um we don't have a certain level of, of anger and, and emotion towards those sequel films it just wasn't as magical for us as uh, maybe we wanted it to be as special as we want because of how much we love Star Wars. Right. Um, and, and there's some very clear, obvious things that could have made a fixer, but yeah, like, like you're saying, you know, I don't know that that generation it's, it's going to, you know, it's supposed to be 10 years out. The movie will come out probably less than 10 years from uh, your had um, the last film that came out. And so it's kind of like, you know, I don't know it kind of feels a little too soon maybe, but if it is going to come out, maybe it'll surprise us all. I, I I like Ray enough to to wanna you know see more of what they do with her character. I still I still feel like there are things that they can do that can even fix what came out before, uh, but it still doesn't change that those things still existed and still came out, and that's right.
0: tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. We'll see, man. All right, Joe, So what's uh what's uh happening over at Marvel, sir? There's uh. Rumors that there's uh, things, pieces moving. I know that there is a a, a new uh, chief of Disney Studios that doesn't really affect Marvel that much because uh, that's, uh, you know, Kevin's running the show. But what's going on, man?
1: Yeah, I, I won't get too deep. There's one particular thing from this article that I want to talk about, but the Hollywood Reporter put out an exclusive about how quietly marvel the 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 headline is how marvel's quietly retooling amid superhero fatigue um and that you know basically kevin feige quote unquote says has said they're not going to give it up according to an insider and how they're really um on the inside having these conversations and admitting it for real that they know that there are problems and that feige is extremely committed to trying to solve it and i think i think he is the guy that can that can do it it's just it's going to take time. And so, yeah, like I'm talking about like an article. It reveals about all the reshoots that were done for the Agatha Coven of Chaos, which no, I don't want that series, guys. Why did you spend so much money to do this? <laughs> There's, I mean, literally hundreds of millions of dollars are being put into this project. I'm very concerned, but I digress. Um, And just talking about like, you know, obviously like the Fantastic Four is like a big deal, you know, part of this big plan of things just going on. But the main thing that I wanted to talk about just really quickly, we keep talking about titles, let's keep that trend going. And the main one here that came out of there is that uh, Marvel internally has already decided they are going to be changing the title uh, of the next Avengers movie. It will not be called King Dynasty, it will be something else. And according to the insider, that was the plan even before the Majors debacle, um, because they saw the results at the box office from Quantumania. I don't believe that for a second. I don't think because of Ant Man they said we're gonna change the, the movie from King Dynasty. Um, I I don't buy that for a second. That sounds like the insider was fed information to make sure they keep them happy in the article. But that's just my opinion. I we know a little bit about uh, PR <laughs> and marketing a little bit, but you know like it. it I will say that when when it comes to um, them changing the title, I, that just is a bigger indication that there's a very strong chance King won't be in this movie, or if he is. Um, he's not the main uh, villain at all, and that there's probably something else that they're changing out story wise. Now, this is interesting because we all know Secret Wars is coming, and the idea was like King will end one thing and Secret Wars will kick off a whole nother thing. Does that mean that they're going to move Secret Wars to be sooner? Does that mean that they are, um, you know, going to push Secret Wars further out and then do some other major like? Avengers vs X Men coming out sooner or something. I don't right. know. But I think this can mm. completely mean if they're just changing the title alone, this can completely mean that there is no king and they just ended with what they did in Loki season two and call it a day. Right. So what are your thoughts on it, man?
0: Yeah. Uh you know, the, 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 the Kang thing that's been rumored for, you know, a few weeks now since, you know, uh the the the, the judgment on, on Jonathan Majors happened. Yeah. So I could see them moving in that direction. I don't necessarily. I mean, based uh, on how they've acted in the past, they're probably not gonna recast. Um, I I think, and just to just to kind of put things in perspective, right? Um, Rhodey got recast because that wasn't Disney back then. <laughs> And that was their, like Marvel Studios was operating uh, as a, as as their own thing. Right. Um, and I, you know, Fantastic Four is going to be really interesting because that's okay. going to tell us where this is going. Um, I mean, Deadpool could definitely do that too. Um, but more than Deadpool, I think that the, uh, Fantastic Four, I was going to call it Fan-Four-Stick, um no 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 no, 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 don't, no don't speak no. that out too soon no Just, uh, no no <laughs> don't,
1: put that, don't put that that Oof, blasphemy
0: on this man um uh, i think fantastic four is gonna be the the turning point like this is gonna turn us to whatever the next thing is whether, whether it be doom whether it be galactus you know that's gonna um let, that's gonna lead us in that direction um there's rumors about people being cast as Doom or wanting to play Doom or, you know, there's there's many different things, right? There's still nothing official. I don't know if you saw that, uh, allegedly, like, Henry Cavill has been cast for something and yeah. they haven't said anything yet, so... Yeah. He could be Silver Surfer. He could be... He could be Cyclops. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like... Yeah. Um... Uh, so so we'll we'll have to wait and see um but when it comes to the tv stuff yeah like they they've they just keep throwing stuff that like hey maybe maybe they'll like this thing and and, and a lot of the tv stuff seems like like thrown together at this point and that is um you know, disappointing to say the least, so for sure, if they cut back on that, you know, give us two movies a year, give us two series a year. That's all you need to do, right? So you that's don't need to asking. go you don't need to go a movie a month like that, or like a, a movie every four months. It's like give us two movies a year, give us two shows a year to kind of bridge those two things, or they can even. I don't think they should be introducing major stuff in uh in the TV series unless he's a major character like Loki, right? He had the right to introduce and do that story that's uh you know picking up in Deadpool. Uh be- he just you know because the character deserved it, right? Um
1: or like in like Wanda like Wanda what they tried with right. like, you know, Wanda like they had a right to try and set up Doctor Strange and stuff like that because it, it,
0: of- it did, but to me, the most disappointing part, right, right, it it, it set up Scarlet Witch and in, 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 uh, uh Doctor Strange, but where the heck is Wide Vision, dude? It's like, so well,
1: there's a lot of issues with that. The Doctor Strange is the one that dropped the ball, not Wandavision. Wandavision right. set it up.
0: Right, 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 right. That's it's more reverse, right. like it yep, 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 yep. I agree. I agree. Um, so. Uh, yeah, well, we'll we'll see. It's uh, very this interesting. This year's
1: one of them. This year's one them where we get one Marvel film, one MCU film. Right. Wait. So this is a good example that we're talking about. Like, oh, give us two. Like this year, we get one. Let's see how it goes.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, are we, sir, heading to a video game crash?
1: Oh no. I don't
0: think. I don't think so. No. Um, but. There's a a ton of stuff happening this week uh, when it comes to uh, studios either closing or laying laying off a bunch of people. So uh, there are some smaller smaller studios, um, but we're going to talk about uh, Sony and EA. So uh, Sony laid off around 900 900, uh, total. Um, people that worked at their studios, they are closing, uh, London studio, uh, and they are closing what was left of, uh, uh studio Liverpool. The layoffs are also affected insomnia Gorilla and Naughty Dog. Um, okay. And I... I don't want to sound the alarms because there's people out there sounding alarms. We've like Microsoft already went through layoffs. Like all the major companies are going through like going through layoffs. Right. What I think of the PlayStation stuff, right. Is that this is the projects that Jim Ryan was wanting to have. And, uh, Jim Ryan and the other lady that left Sony recently, yeah <laughs> these are the people that more than likely got hired to work on those projects, uh, which were, um, the games as a service, uh, properties that they were working on. There's a uh, multiple canceled games. They have the only one that's been confirmed from the Sony side that I, that I've heard of is the, um. Twisted Metal uh, games as a service that they were working on, that was canceled. So it seems like they're refocusing. And that's why we're we're having this, right? Um, as apparently there's going to be layoffs in Japan too, but Japan, they you just can't get laid off. Like they'll probably put you on a basement until you quit. That's usually what they do. <laughs> so, they'll, they'll they'll take away your email and your and they'll put you in your basement where you have no self no no cell phone service. You have nothing to do until you quit. So um, that's usually how they operate. They don't they don't really fire people in Japan. So uh, unless you do like something like very very egregious, right? So um, we'll see how they handle that, but. Um, just talking about Sony right, right now, yeah. This I think this is the uh, the remnant of uh, Jim Ryan's projects and uh, wh- whatever whatever they were working on, whatever those games to service were. Um, this is what this is what this is. I think. Um, yeah. That's why I don't want to sound the alarm. I mean, we've seen we've we've seen again. Like uh, Microsoft has gone through a few a couple waves already um xbox went through wave not too long ago um and and we've seen uh i think i uh, i saw uh, something on on threads it was like it's so far this year uh it's been like 8100 gaming jobs that have been cut so wow. this is across the entire industry um games are getting really expensive games are getting really hard to make um just a um, uh, Harada from from Namco was was saying that between Tekken seven and eight, they've almost doubled their budget, like from one from one game to the other. Um, GTA six is supposed to be like a two billion right now for their budget, so these things are getting out of control, right? Spider Man had like like a two hundred and fifty million dollar yeah. budget or something, so um. It, something's something's gotta give. Like, I, I'm gonna ruffle some feathers with what I'm gonna say, and uh, and it's the, it is the unfortunate reality. We we either start games should pricing pricing in games should either come up substantially, or or people should start expecting like things not to look as good because that's what you know really is taking a long time These graphics are getting more advanced these things taking take a long long time to get to work properly and i think we should start getting comfortable with the idea of games being more money and you having to spend a hundred dollars on a game um and i say this not because i wanted to but if you go back to the ps1 days and you paid $50 for i don't know street street fighter alpha right um uh, and and you pay $60 for street fighter 6 you know how 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 much how much the street fighter alpha cost to make versus street fighter 6 and you're only charging a, a $10 more yeah. Right. Like at some point, right? and that's when DLC comes in and it gets out of control with like Street Fighter being like a hundred dollars to get all the costumes. <laughs> so, it, it hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta you gotta find other ways to make money, and it's unfortunate, right? And I know that, uh, and people take a lot of dunks uh, dunks on Nintendo. Nintendo, like it's it's been in the news this week. They they sued. Um, a switch emulator uh, m- maker, uh, which were monetizing. Well, they were monetizing their their emulator, right? And because of this emulator, yeah. like uh, allegedly a million downloads of uh, Tears of the Kingdom happened before the game was released. Heck yeah, man! Nintendo, you can go ahead and sue the heck out of them. Yeah, these guys are disrupting. They're n- they're not disrupting the industry. They're stealing money, right? This yeah. is intellectual property that you're that you're mishandling. So um you know I I I I know I know I'm gonna i I'm gonna catch some flack from from people out there. But it is the unfortunate reality of it, right? Um you know things are gonna take a long time. Things are gonna have DLC um and 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 we they should you know the I know the industry has been really cautious on on their pricing and that's why we see so much dlc and and dlc not being ten dollars like it was back in the day like now i think the dlc for elden ring is forty dollars and right i would pay sixty for it like but that, that that's just me right um and that said you know if you if you if you try to sell me a half-baked uh, you know you you pay you you pay for for the content right if you if you're selling me a a, a four hour half baked game for eighty dollars then i'm not gonna buy it right you gotta you gotta make your your money make sense um yeah a fighting game uh yeah an fps um things that you can get longevity off out of yeah you can just sell for the premium right um but it's unfortunate to see like sega selling uh the uh the sonic superstars uh as a 60 dollars game like the same week as freaking mario wonder came out and get destroyed in sales because uh, not not because your game is not good i don't want to say that right I've, i don't, I don't want to i haven't played superstars i heard it's an okay game but um, you cannot pretend to, chart, like, if you, if you give me two games right now, right? If you, if you give me, I don't know, let's see, a high budget, Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth, right? You give me that game and, you know, game $70 base, um, and then, and then you come out with, uh, uh, I don't know, a, a smaller adventure game that's like a, like a 10 hour game, that has low replay value, uh, but it's still a good game, and you're trying to charge eighty for it. Then the then there's a disparity there. Uh, oh, and, and your game is using pixel graphics, and you know, it, it, you you see where I'm coming from, right? Yeah. It's like, it, it's like cars. Not every car is made equal. <laughs> it's like yeah. you can you can buy. Hey, you know what? You can buy a Toyota, and you can and it's gonna get you to point A to point B and it's going to work great and it's going to be fine for you and for your needs right um but you cannot expect that Toyota to to go to do uh, to do Ferrari uh speeds and and that's and that's and that's where we're at when when it comes to gaming right it's like uh, a lot of people are charging Ferrari prices for Toyotas wow and and that's a problem so the industry so the, the industry needs a shake shakeup, when it comes to pricing um i think that a, a lot of the real more recent indie stuff like the TMNT games um some of the collections have been fairly priced um i say like like dude like shredders shredders revenge and and um streets of rage 4 are steals like those games are excellent excellent games smaller games You know, they're thirty dollars or twenty dollars, and you can have hours and hours of fun. And they're great, right? But could you imagine if like, oh yeah, we're doing uh Shredder's Revenge is gonna be $80 and there's gonna be a $20 DLC on top of that. No, guys, come on. Right? Um I gladly I paid for the DLC for Shredder's Revenge. It's like because it's a product that I want to support. So yeah, that's that. That's where I'm at. Um, before we go into EA, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't have too deep of a thoughts on uh, how to fix this and to stop this. I just what hits me is just the fact, that, like what you just said, is you know this is a world. This is a across the industry type of thing. I would go even farther. Like we're seeing not even just this industry, but other other industries having some major hits coming into this year. Some major shakeups of things that, you know, sometimes you could just glance over in the news if you're not paying too much attention, be like, so this place just cut X amount of jobs and and, and budgets and Mm -hmm. what have you. And it's like, forget everything else. People just lost their jobs. Okay. Right. Like people just lost a source of income. People just lost something that maybe they were committed to and wanted to grow in and be there for a long time. Like that's a very serious thing. I don't, Oh, a lot
0: of people too. Of. A lot of people so far this year, yeah.
1: So far this year, so like for that reason, like I'm very sad. I'm very sad to hear that. Um, and and my heart goes out to these people, and you know I really hope that they're able to uh, get back on their feet well, and the, and a good great opportunities come their way quickly, so they're able to um be in the industry that they want to be in and doing work that they enjoy and paid well and doing good and all that good stuff, and with that also comes the state just having to make the statement that this is not an American thing. This is a worldwide thing you know these studios are in london and you're seeing them get shut down You're is not you know just like okay video games are collapsing and everything else is fine that's not true there are many industries right now who are starting to see these same types of effects and so for that reason like it's like the the everything's fine and the house is on fire behind you meme you know that's how it feels like with sometimes when you're seeing you know, people are trying to brush this stuff over. I don't care if you're a fan of PlayStation. I don't care if you're a friend of Nintendo. I don't care if you're a fan of Microsoft. This is, this is not normal to see these large amounts of people right. getting laid off. And I think what you proposed, Bet, about considering price points, considering budgets, and considering the effects. And I love how you eloquently said about not all games being made equal, That's another part of it. Just because we're saying that maybe some games maybe need to have a price change doesn't mean that some of these other games need to be being charged the same types of premiums. It's just like you could be naive and think that the industry is doing great just because your favorite games are selling good or having tons of views on trailers and whatnot. But some of these uh, smaller first-party games and stuff like you're going to get stories like this and it's a sign of, hey, read The Room. This may not... Uh, be that the way that you're operating is not going to be sustainable for the long term and i don't want some people to lose their jobs because of not a, a better change in strategy so i can only hope from here on out the whatever intel that's being made there's some of those decisions like you're saying to be consider some some innovative changes and things that have not been considered yeah. before wouldn't <clears> be open <throat> to saying before in order to have the industry still survive and thrive at the end
0: yeah um i i, I think like it's unfortunate right uh, um it's been you know what like I said it's like 8,100 people so far this year it's it's a lot
1: yeah
0: uh, it's concerning and there's a trend um just moving into EA right seven uh, 670 people uh lost their jobs at EA yeah. um the Star Wars uh, first person game that Respawn was working on uh, canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yep. allegedly was a Mandalorian game that we talked about, I think, last week or the week before. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I guess it's not happening. Um, yeah, it's 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 happening. It's happening everywhere now. Now EA is committed to making um, uh, the uh, a third Callisto's game. That's great, uh, and I know that Sony's committed on making their own thing. Um, I think that a lot of the job a lot of these jobs um, are gonna get streamlined. Um, EA is gonna uh, I'm sorry not EA AI is going to be a more uh, prevalent uh, force in the in the industry um, but when it comes to if the industry wants to continue growing, um, and I know that there's, you know, every once in a while, you'll get your, your Call of duties and your fortnights and your, you know, your games that are going to keep going and going and going and growing. But. You know, some, some companies don't have that. And, and they have to put out multiple games a year and, and, and commit to schedules and it it's hard. Right. And I know. Yeah. And, I know, and I'm not. I'm not a developer. Like I went to school to be a developer. I I did. I didn't. I didn't go through with it, um, because I I, I saw I saw the brick wall in front of me, and mm-hmm. I was like, I I recognized it early enough where I, I didn't crash against that wall. It's not easy, guys. Like you guys, uh, and I, I know yeah. it's, it's real yeah. easy to be behind your computer and just point fingers. Yep. And tell and 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 say that that developers are lazy, and say that I, that I, you would have done something else, because you probably have no clue what you're talking about. Right? Pretty right. much, yep. And I, you know, I I I don't. Even if you, even if you're a small developer, even if you're a small studio, even if you're a one man team. Uh, Like there's, you know, like the guy that made Axiom Verge. I'm not going to criticize you because your product's out there and you made it happen. Yeah, it's true. Like it doesn't matter how big or how small your studio is. Your game comes out and it's playable props. I'm not, you know, and it's, it's good props like uh, one thing is to have a good game and one thing is you know to to throw out there like big rigs and uh and and right to hell retribution all this garbage right yeah but if your game's out there and you made it and your game's good you know what i'm not gonna try i'm gonna talk trash about you or your game like i don't and (laughs) like i've I, and I, I just to, just to wrap it up um because I can I can go on I can go on for hours talking about this topic um we we I used to dunk a lot on on, on Phil fish I don't think Phil fish was um the mo- the most elo- eloquent or or the considerate uh you know he was quite infamous out there um and, and I and I disagree with a lot of the a lot of the points that he he made out there. Um, but um, but you cannot deny that Fez is a great game.
1: Oh come on, absolutely.
0: And you may not like the guy, right? But the, the guy and he he quit the industry because people hated on him, and and rightfully so. Like I was one of them. <laughs> like oh, I yeah. like I've I've grown that face of my life, right? But I was very uh, vocal when it came to criticizing him. Um, but you cannot deny, it. like, like I can criticize you on like, like stuff you think about and like personal stuff, right? But you made your game, dude. I'm I sorry. respect you for that. But you know, and 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 uh, uh, we need to grow up. This is a conversation. You know, you know, you know what we should do, Joel? We should we should plan a a special like gaming episode. Be good. And just yeah. go, just go ham on this thing. Yeah, we should, we should I, do I'd that. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, um, because we can, we can talk about it. I, okay. I, I can talk about it for hours, dude. Like I love this thing, and uh, you know, something that I'm very passionate for, and I have great ideas. I know that they're not great, <laughs> and I, but I don't pretend Microsoft to send me an email before they make choices, like some of the other people Ooh. out there. But, um. But they, they, you know, to to fix the problems, you gotta make drastic changes, and sometimes we, as the fans, need to be receptive to some of these yeah. changes. So we'll see what happens, man. All right, bro. Let's go ahead and wrap it up.
1: Absolutely, thank you all so much for joining with us. We want to encourage you to stay subscribed to No Low Time on. Podcast platforms of your choice, places like SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Spotify. Find us, subscribe to us. We'd really appreciate it. Additionally, you can subscribe to No Load Time on the No Load Time YouTube channel. That's No Load Time on YouTube. You can like those videos, drop us a comment, and share these episodes with your friends and family. We'd really appreciate it. Additionally, you can follow us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time. A uh, place like Facebook, Instagram, X, Threads, TikTok, we're there. Go ahead and give us a follow. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitch. There's no load time, there's no load time altogether on Twitch. And last but not least if you have a question or comment or feedback we'd love to hear from you just don't ask us to change a, a game or a character cuz uh we we don't know some of these developers we got some interesting emails this week um, but <laughs> we're, uh,
0: we're not associated that's
1: we're not associated a we, a we matter- talk about the games but we don't we don't make them so <laughs> uh no, no so send us an email about other stuff maybe we could talk about on the podcast so, you know, time at gmail.com. It's no load time at gmail.com. And maybe just maybe again, we'll talk about it on a future episode. Thank you all so much for sticking with us. And we'll be with you next time.
0: Thank you guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.